0: Welcome to this podcast is making me thirsty, the number one destination for Seinfeld fans. This is Two Up and Two Down. Here's our producer, Chris, to start us off. Welcome back,
1: Thirsty Fans. We got the Soup Nazi, a season seven episode. And Chris, what do you have for your first up?
2: Soup Nazi, Two Up, Two Down. You know the drill here. We got to find two ups and two downs of every episode of Seinfeld. This is a Spike Ferriston, 33 million people watched. I would say one of the most well known. Seinfeld episodes of all time. That we can agree on. So let's find a couple ups here. For me it's going to be Jerry eating the soup back at his apartment in front of George. I always like that. He's like so into it. He's like it's so good. How does he do it? And obviously George is sitting there very frustrated. Obviously he just got kicked out of the uh, of Ev's the, yeah, place there. So for me that's my first up. Jerry eating the soup and just like you know, obviously annoying George, so into it, uh, enjoying his soup.
1: Yeah, great scene there. I love that one, too. So, yeah, great up. All right, Tony, over to you. What's your first up?
0: Yeah, and Oh, I threw me a softball here. I'm going to grab, uh, I'm going to grab his Maya up from the soup. Nazi, uh, Allie Wentworth, uh, Jerry's girlfriend there, Sheila, the Smoopy schmoopy. She makes some great faces. She does a great job with schmoopy schmoopy. We know her from a living color. Check out her. She had a great show called head case that it was on for a couple of seasons. That was great. Also married to Stepanopoulos, whatever his name is. There, friends with Jerry, the whole thing. Love the schmoopy schmoopy. You know, this episode, we all know where this episode stands. Everyone loves the stupid Nazi and talks about the guy, uh, you know, ad nauseum. But uh, in my book, the Shmoopy Smoopy is what makes this episode, you know, tolerable, if you will. And uh, that's going to be my first up is just the the, the alley went with performances. Jerry's Shmoopy girlfriend and just, oh, you're the Shmoopy, you're the Shmoopy. And uh, classic, uh, classic scenes there with the two of them. Uh, I, de- I definitely uh, enjoy that a lot. Very cutesy.
1: All right, very good. Yeah, I even marked down in my personal notes, uh, Allie Wentworth as, a, as an up, so uh, good mention there. Uh, Chris, over to you. What's your second up?
2: Good one there. I do enjoy Allie. She's really great, but we'll, we'll get into some of that uh, two ups in a second. Oh, man.
0: What is that there you're
2: drinking? Oh, yeah, but this is Magic Mind. You guys heard of Magic Mind.
0: Oh, yeah, I think I did hear about that. It was on it might on Rogan's podcast.
2: Probably on Rogan. It's great stuff. Listen, you know I'm a big coffee drinker. This has become my new go-to. Yeah, listen, this podcast is very stressful, as you guys know. You know, we got to come to two, two ups, two downs on some of the most famous episodes. And just having a drink like this, I don't know if you guys know this. There's matcha in here, turmeric, and the stuff I love, the the Ask, Ask Wanda, Am I saying that right? Yeah, the
0: aspirin. Really? That's supposed to relax you. No, no inflammation, right?
2: It relaxes me. I have this every day. I've had it for five straight days now with the coffee. Hundred percent better. I mean, it's unbelievable. So, you know, for our listeners out there, go to magicmind.com, type in Seinfeld podcast twenty. You'll get twenty percent off this stuff. And I'm telling you, I, I feel so good during this podcast. I feel great. There's nothing stressing me out anymore. I just feel upbeat, the whole thing, and I can't wait to talk more, Seinfeld, all because of Magic Mind. Great stuff.
0: Yeah, it does seem like you got a little bit of pep in your step, I'll tell you that. I think it has a little bit of caffeine in it, too. Give you that extra uh, oomph during these, uh, get a little animated during these two-ups. I like it. A
2: little animated, and you know, I can't do coffee that much anymore. It's tough on the stomach. This stuff's all natural. Love it. One of our new sponsors. So for all listeners out there, go check out magicmind.com. For your twenty percent off all right folks let me get back into ups you know now that I took my took my shot I'm ready to go so second up you know I'm gonna go with <laughs> you mentioned uh Sheila there Allie Lent wentworth and this is just a small carve out of what you described. but when George and uh Susan come into monks. Oh, sitting on the same side of the booth, which which always bothers me as well. I've never seen a couple on the same side. I, I think of George here. Um, and then obviously them going at it. Uh, and You want your tuna fishy? Like, I got a chuckle out of it um, again. And I'll get to this. Some of these ups turn into downs. But for me, I'll give tuna fishy wishy and uh, you know, the whole thing um, my second up for the soup house.
1: All right. Thanks, Chris. And uh, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to ordering some of that Magic Mind. Uh, So thanks for sharing that with us. Uh, Tony, uh, over to you. What's your uh, second up?
0: Yeah, I love sitting on the same side of the booth. Uh, I was going to use that. I just kind of went with Wentworth, but uh, a little new fishy is a great line, too. Uh, You know, don't have a lot of ups that kind of took both of them there. The one I used, the one he just used. Um, I got two other ones I could kind of pull from here. You know what? This is what we do on episodes that might not be that strong for us. We try and find one-liners, uh, and I, this one keeps popping off the page of me off my notes that I wrote down. Did the K man do it or did the K man do it? I, I love that line by Kramer. Uh, you know, maybe the Elaine Get Out is played out, if you will, but it delivers there when Kramer just did the K man do it or did the K man do it? Elaine, that the K man did it. You know, knocks him down. He's talking from the ground. I mean. Yes, the the get out might be played out. But, um, you know, if we're talking like what gives me a bump in this episode, what kind of gives me a chuckle? What's going to be an up? uh, I use that line a lot. Did the K-Man do it? Did the K-Man do it? Uh, You know, it's not quite, you know, who wants to have some fun? uh, Kramer coming in, you know, in the old uh, marine biologist episode, let's get carried away here. But it is a good, solid up. Uh, you know, K-man's always going to deliver, even in a maybe not so great episode. And in this case, I think he delivers. Uh, that's my uh, my next up.
1: All right. Yeah. Thanks, Tony. Uh, so now we're going to do some downs. Uh, first down with you, Chris. What do you have?
2: Yeah, I did enjoy that line from Kramer. Uh, Elaine pushing him was a little much. I know that's her thing, but a little much. Uh there's a decent amount here i'm trying to figure which which way to go and save some for the grade but you know I, i'm gonna go george i, I mean what's his storyline here i mean this is george costanza and he's kind of a a tag along like he just walking along with jerry to get the soup he's going in and then too much with susan and like Uh, there was just too much with Susan like after that whole thing I just described with the same side of the booth, but it, it just felt kind of odd. George, he he didn't really have any good lines. He didn't really have a story. It's, it's odd for, it's odd for George to be a tag along. He's George Costanza. He's one of the greatest characters of all time. And this is one of the greatest episodes of all time, according to Pink Hat fans. So George just, the, nothing was there for him and there should have been something there for him. And for me, that was, that was a big miss. So Costanza first down.
1: All right. So yeah, not a big, uh, you know, uh, story arc
0: for George here. All right. Uh, Tony, over to you. What's your first down? A lot to choose from. It's hard though, because you know, the, is there a lot to choose from or is it really just like all, a lot of it, right? Like where am I zeroing in to actually call out downs? And, and I did find one that I do have to call out. I'll start with it, I suppose. Uh, and you know what? You know, pink hats come at us. The, the street toughs, that's my first down. I know Harris probably on the same boat here. I probably stole one of his, but enough is enough with these guys. They bring them back for the, uh, you know, the old, uh, the ribbon. Uh, and everyone's supposed to laugh at that. I didn't like them the first time. I don't like them the second time just just these guys i don't know how they became funny to people they were never funny to me from the get-go i mean woo. kramer's gonna back down to these clowns i don't know man i never sat well with me the whole thing they just steal it on more off the street these you know whatever they you know you know nothing's anything wrong with that but these guys i don't love them uh never did the street toughs um you know bullying kramer to steal the armoire uh Never sat well with me. Never was really that funny for me. The whole thing with him watching them on the first, did he sleep there at night? I don't even know what's going on. Why is he out there? Enough is enough. She can't bring it upstairs. Are you kidding me? And by the way, does she live in a brownstone? I never said that one either. It's not like a building. Like where's Elena getting all his money from? Anyway, those are all side notes. Uh point is, I don't like the street toughs And that's my down. Yeah,
1: I, I never liked the fact that uh that Kramer backed down to the Street toughs because he was hoarding his own blood so that he could throw down with these guys when it got tough out there. So, all right, good point there, Tony. Uh, Chris, over to you. What's your first down?
2: Yeah, not only that. I mean, you just mentioned one scene. These guys are in two scenes. Crazy. Man, there's magic of mine. I gotta calm down. Let me get some magic of mine. Oh, that's good, refreshing. All right, y- you mentioned Schmoopy, Okay. Uh, guess what? Enough with Schmoopy. We had twenty-eight mentions of Schmoopey. Uh, uh, Again, yeah, uh, this called the, it's called the Soup Nazi. That was that was enough. Okay, I, I don't need a whole nother. Oh, Schmo, like maybe a scene of that, and then like the awkwardness, obviously with with Jerry and, and George. Uh, and I get it. Yeah, I I don't like that stuff either. But I mean, we talk about seasons eight and nine beating a dead horse i think this is kind of you know they're building that and boy did they build it i mean 28 mentions of some schmoopy it was funny the first time 28 time not so much so schmoopy down
1: i hear you it was a bit much so uh tony over to you what's your uh second down
0: yeah. Uh, second down is going to be Larry Thomas, the soup Nazi. And I got it. We got to call it out. I'm calling it out. Enough of this guy. This guy's been riding the soup Nazi since this episode. One of the only uh, Yeah, Seinfeld was the biggest show of all time. Well, I could probably name the numbers of this one. 30 million people watching, whatever it is, as he mentioned, one of the most popular episodes of all time. Right. How many guest stars have we talked to throughout the Seinfeld lore that have been amazing guest stars, amazing people who never, ever, you know, rehash their character bring it up a, even someone like peterman who could easily do it or even a newman who could easily do it right these guys this guy's been living off soup nazi for god knows how long and the soup nazi the real soup nazi lived off this whole thing for how long i mean spike ferriston they, they owe him a royalty check for crying out loud he took one little thing he used to go get soup every day and next thing you know this is the biggest thing of all time i'm done with it I'm done with the guy that played the soup Nazi. I'm done with the soup Nazi. I, I he. I mean, watching it again today, I just realized like, it, I, I'm trying to understand the appeal from the pink hat fans. And, 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 and you know what, like, even if you want to laugh at a few of the things, like you're pushing your luck, little man, or you know, adios muchacho, right? A couple of quick liners here and there, you know, uh, to Harris' point, if if Smoopy's not played out, the soup Nazi was even more played out. How many times Elaine Lane got to come back in there? And then they, and this is what the kicker is for me as we're on this before we get the grades. They ruin Newman and they ruin Banya. They, they got to slip them into this thing too, force them into this thing just to give Banya something. What are you doing here? What are we doing here? You know, they are ruining those two guys, bringing them into the soup the soup thing. Jambalaya, everyone loves the jambalaya line, but but more. You know, you want to give him the Jumalaya line, fine, but then they bring Newman back at the end, which I forgot about till I rewatched it today. When the soup Nazi's closing up shop and giving away his soup, and Newman's getting a pot and running down the street. Anyway, that's my down. The, the episode, the soup Nazi, the, the the title character is my down, and uh, come at us, folks.
1: Wow, wow, big down there. Okay, uh, not going piggy- to piggyback off that. But uh, Chris, what do you have have to say about that, or your own down?
2: Man, Tony, bring it today. He could use a sip of this magic mind stuff. So let me tell you, and he's going outside the episode, which is interesting. But that's we're allowed to do that here. We're allowed to do that on this podcast. Make me thirsty. What are we doing? Grades? Yeah, I did my dance. Uh, listen, we talk about early seasons and foundation, and then there's foundations for the later seasons. Okay, so hear me out here, and that—that's what this episode represented sure jambalaya he mentioned it newman running like an idiot like ha ha ha, tuna fishy, all that stuff i mean at its surface no one really had a poor episode if if that makes sense right but uh, you mentioned no soup for you okay i mentioned schmoopy 28 times are you talking to me another How many catchphrases do we need in one episode? And I know the pink pink cats, you know, the the, the lines of the year, so for you, you talking to me. No, the lines are the ones, you know, my partner here mentioned, did the K-Man do the K-Man do it, right? That's what we want. And that's not catchphrase okay? And you mentioned Banya. Here's my question. I mentioned no one was really down per se Uh, i could throw a lane but who of the four elevated this show to make this an all-timer that people talk about help me out here which are the four so to me and it's like i don't know there's and not only that there's not much relatability to this show yes i know there was a soup guy that had this but like and you know i don't know maybe pose a pose and then you get a little scared, but no one's kicking you out. You know what I mean? There's no related. It just, it wasn't relatable. Um, And the pink hats would say, well, that's what made it so funny. No, that's not what made it so funny. So for me, the super Nazi is a D plus. It set the tone for what we were going to get later. Uh, To Tony's point, it made Ferris, it made all these guys, right? But for me, it, It represents more than what the actual show was. It set the tone for what was to come. Soup Nazi is a D plus.
1: All right. Thank you, Chris. Uh, And Tony, what's your grade here?
0: That is some analysis, folks. Um, Yeah, just a couple of things there just to touch on before I give my grade, which I love, is the – the 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 posa posa uh, reference, which anyone uh, you know from from our neck of the woods would get, but it's actually a Colin Quinn standout bit on New York Story, which I absolutely love. When he says, "It's two in New York. There's two lines. One for people who know what they want, and one for people who don't know what they want. You don't know what you want to get over there. Who's next? You know, you don't know what you want. You over. There. That's the joke." the soup Nazi takes it to this whole other thing like O'Hara mentioned like we don't we, we don't need the no soup for you it's it, that's the joke it's New York City uh, you don't know what you want move over who's next come on let's go fine i get that all right um i think O'Hara nailed every point on this one he this is, that was a great analysis i wrote kind of the same things down it's not season 8 and 9 but it's showing us what's to come which uh he touched on uh it, this is i mean he's right. There's nothing that's so terrible bringing everything down. There's just also nothing so good bringing anything up. Um, I, I did love, uh, which I didn't mention. I like George bringing back up. We had a pact. He just kind of brings that up he's a little bit. Nudge And Jerry again, like you took my head. Um, if I want to throw another up out there. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's what this episode is. It's, it's, it's catchphrases. It's, it's kooky characters. There's no soup for you all over the fricking place uh this is not the sign this 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 is a this is a sign of things to come as chris mentioned, and that's really what this is all about and it's kind of the start of the downfall um and I actually landed on the same grade I gave it a d plus I'm not gonna give it an f because of the things we just mentioned it's not it's not the worst episode of all time but it it's it's just bad enough and 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 not good enough, if that makes sense. It, it's neither of the two. Uh, you know, Schmoopy can only carry it so far. To Chris, as Chris mentioned, it probably actually starts to bring it down at some point. Uh, I got the same grade. I got D plus for the soup Nazi. Uh, I want. I, you know, I, I was trying to get it higher. It was C minus. I just can't do it. Um, and, uh, and and yeah, that's where we're landing. D plus, both of us, soup Nazi.
1: All right. Well, there you go. There you have it, folks, D D-plus for both Tony and Chris. And I think those were a fair analysis of uh, the Soup Nazi episode. So thank you again, and we'll see everybody on the next episode.